Welcome to What a Time. I'm Maggie, helping you get across campus and beyond one pep talk at a time. Today's pep talk is all about that time is running out feeling. I had a completely different podcast planned for (laughs) this week, but this came up in every single one of my mentor sessions last week, so I knew I wanted to chat about it here, which I know you're sick of hearing me say, but it's what I mean. Before we get into it, I just want to talk about my mentor membership because we have big news. So I migrated over the whole mentor membership to the Mighty Networks app, and basically all that means is that the membership is now all in app form and it's super easy to use it looks so good and i'm so proud of it so again the mentor membership houses all my tips tricks and resources i started it because i would have really great mentor sessions with my mentors and then want to keep the mentoring going and never felt like i left with tangible tips and tricks that i could revisit so i put all of my resources in one place so you could have access to support anytime that you needed it. So it covers any part of the college transition and just being a college student in general. To get access to the membership, all you have to do is go to my website, maggiedpasquale.com and click online memberships. And I'll also link it in the show notes. Back to our episode. I'm recording this at the end of the school year, but I'm sure that it will be relevant to any time that you feel the pressure of time running out. So I have a lot of my college students ending their semesters, and I have a lot of my high school students getting ready for the last few weeks of school. So this idea that it's crunch time, time is running out, there's not enough time, this theme has become repeated over and over again. For example, I had one college student that felt like college was going too fast she was already halfway done with her college experience and that there just wasn't enough time in college. And then I had another student feel like time was running out and that there wasn't enough time to fix her grades or pull anything up that she felt like wasn't good enough. And by the way, her grades were great. Anyway, whenever I find myself wrestling with the idea of time, typically I'm trying to control something. So I'm having an experience of feeling OOC. And OOC just means out of control. It is totally normal that during times of transition, whether it's the end of the school year into the summer or the end of high school into college or the end of college into the real world, whatever kind of transition, that we start to feel like we're not on solid ground, that we are out of control. And so much of life is out of our control, but we spend a lot of time as humans trying to control the uncontrollables and letting go of the things that we can control when maybe we need to reverse that. So for example, this is always the example I use. I hate figuring out what I feel like eating or what I want to eat or cooking for myself or stuff like that. I would love if someone came in and was like a chef and could figure out exactly what I wanted or make exactly what I was feeling at that time. I would love to give up that control but then I'm trying to control how someone feels about me or if someone is happy or if whatever is going to happen in my future I try to control that all that stuff 
and that's really not controllable but the food stuff actually is in my control to figure out what's like most nourishing for me so I always find that a really funny example that I never want to control the things that I actually can and all the things that I can't control I would love to get my hands on like the idea of it probably not in reality though (laughs) so if you feel like time is running out or there's not enough time also I heard this week that they couldn't wait for time to speed up that they wanted the school year to end and just fast forward that's the same thing here too it's a response to feeling out of control so what do we do when we're feeling out of control Usually, (laughs) I'm laughing here because a lot of our behaviors that we don't love about ourselves come up when we feel out of control. So maybe you get really harsh on yourself or you get needy on other people or you act out or, you know, you hold on to things really tight instead of like letting go, allowing and taking a deep breath. So what are some healthy ways to cope with feeling out of control? So the biggest one is, in my opinion, to really root into yourself. It's to take time to ground and to integrate the mind with the body so they get kind of more on the same page. That yes, a lot of life is out of your control, but breathing into that, trusting in something greater than yourself and allowing flow to take over instead of being like, hey, I got this, I can do it to the universe and just trying to like bulldoze through anything that actually actually wants to come through. Typically times where you're feeling out of control can be really, really transformational if you allow it to be. I've also found that worrying about time is related to presence. I think sometimes we have that time is running out feeling when we haven't been very present and it can serve as a reminder to come back to the present moment. So like think about if you go on your phone and then you kind of zone out and all of a sudden an hour has gone by and you come back to and you're like, oh my gosh, I just wasted an hour or maybe you don't feel like you wasted it but you're like oh my god where did that hour go and then you have less time to do maybe some things that you had to get done and then you feel like oh my gosh time is running out and part of that is because you weren't present to the hour that you were on the phone so again if you're having that time is running out feeling perhaps bringing yourself back to the present moment more often will be soothing this for us especially in the New York City area is very difficult to do in my opinion some tangible tips I have around being more present. It's scheduling less stuff in your day. I think when we run from activity to activity and thing to thing that we cannot be as present as we'd like to be because we're always thinking about the next thing that we have to do or be at or go to or whatever it is. I sometimes think we avoid being in the present moment because it can be kind of uncomfortable there because being with ourselves can sometimes be hard. It can be vulnerable. It can be really beautiful, but it definitely can be unknown sometimes, and that's okay. So back to presence tips. One is to take out some things out of your very busy schedule. Two would be to slow down. Can you be more mindful around like meals or your workouts or anything that you do in your everyday life that you kind of check out to? Can you bring presence back into your everyday tasks? And then for me, the biggest presence builder is back to that grounding. I take daily what I call be with myself breaks. It's 10 minutes where I lay down in my bed or on the floor. I don't fall asleep fast, so... I can lay down in my bed in the middle of the day and not take a nap. But 
Um, it's time in my day to just sit and bring my energy back into myself. So I sit and breathe for 11 minutes and it really helps me with my energy levels, my focus, my anxiety, attention, all the things. If you're liking these kinds of tools, the mentor membership is perfect for that because I have it all laid out there with all instructions, music, how I do everything. If the be with yourself breaks, don't feel like they work for you there's other tips to help you ground and be present so definitely check it out there and that is my mini pep talk on this I'm sending everyone a really big hug who's feeling OOC out of control and feeling the human experience that time is running out for more mentor tips and tricks you can go to my website maggiedepasquale.com and as always I'm rooting for you